I'm Cardine Johnson, and this is your Weekly Rundown. First stuff in political news, the Democratic National Convention kicked off its 49th convention on Monday, August 17th. A record number of 122 million viewers tuned in to the virtual broadcast four-night event. Originally scheduled to be held in Milwaukee in July, the COVID-19 pandemic pushed organizers to reimagine the convention. Seemingly working to appeal to moderates, Republicans unhappy with the Trump administration, and occasional progressives, the convention worked to mobilize voters behind Democratic candidates. It is reported that Biden-Harris campaign raised $70 million during the convention. Over the four-night event, viewers were presented with invigorating speeches from a diverse group of Americans, including former First Lady Michelle Obama, former presidential hopefuls, elected officials, families impacted by COVID-19, young activists, celebrities, and many more. The message thread throughout the entire event, the 2020 election is a fight to save democracy and thus save the fabric of America. One thing is clear, the Democratic National Convention rose to meet the challenging times of the COVID-19 pandemic through a seamless virtual presentation. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee held a hearing on Friday, August 21st, to address changes implemented by Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. The hearing was called after DeJoy made several changes ahead of the November elections, where there will be an increase of mail-in ballots. Changes include location closures, limiting truck routes, and the removal of sorting machines, all resulting in significant slowdowns in mail delivery. Throughout the hearing, DeJoy stated that the Postal Service would be able to handle the incoming increase of election-related mail, while stating he will be suspending any further changes until after the election. However, the removal of sorting machines will stand. While President Trump has repeatedly attacked vote-by-mail, DeJoy claims he supports vote-by-mail, citing his use in it in a number of elections. The hearings are set to continue Monday, August 24th, when DeJoy will stand before the House Oversight Committee. In education news, as schools reopen around the country for both in-person and virtual learning, the White House officially declares teachers as essential workers on Friday, August 21st. Vice President Mike Pence made the announcement earlier this week on a call with governors, stating under new Homeland Security guidance, teachers are now listed as critical infrastructure workers. This comes with mounting federal pressure for schools to reopen in-person learning this fall. Under this new classification, teachers are expected to work after exposure to a confirmed case of COVID-19 as long as they remain asymptomatic. However, Pence has stated this will not necessarily be a mandate, but instead a tool to express the importance of in-person instruction. In health news, this week the White House says Georgia is leading the nation in new coronavirus cases. Due to the outbreaks and number of cases, the state of Georgia is in the red zone. The Trump task force has recommended Georgia close bars, gyms, and restrict indoor dining at restaurants. The federal report recommended a mask mandate and said Georgia is not conducting enough tests to identify and isolate the outbreaks. There are almost 250,000 confirmed COVID-19 cases in Georgia. Georgia now leads in confirmed cases. In entertainment news, over two decades ago, Jason Mazzell, 
better known as Jam Master J, of Run DMC was killed in a studio in Queens, New York. There were numerous leads over the years that never resulted in an arrest until now. This week, two men, Ronald Washington and Carl Jordan Jr., were charged with the murder of Jam Master J. Finally, this week there were reports of a recent salmonella outbreak that is linked to onions sold at local stores in 47 states. The red, white, and yellow onions, recall, were shipped to all of the 50 states, including the District of Columbia. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention reported 116 hospitalizations and over 800 cases of salmonella. For the pizza lovers out there, pepperoni could soon be one of the toppings that may cost you a little more cheddar. There is a shortage of pepperoni and smaller pizza shops are paying more for those delicious toppings. According to Bloomberg News, larger pizza restaurants are not experiencing the shortage because their ingredients are purchased in bulk. The meat packing facilities will continue to make pepperoni even though their profits remain low. And that's your weekly rundown. I'm Cardine Johnson. Stay safe, stay well, and stay informed.